Hello everyone, welcome. So happy you are joining us again this week. Welcome to a turn of events where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nafe, the CEO and Creative Director of Nafe Productions. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings, which is pretty much everything. Um, we are currently obviously doing a lot of virtual events, so if you have a live event and you're not sure how to turn it into a, a virtual platform, please reach out. We will be happy to talk to you about it and give you some advice or even help you produce the event. We're, nonprofits are really big right now, and so you know I know it's a big switch, but we definitely can give you some great advice on how to take it to a, a virtual platform. I also have an event planning uh, group that I started. It is called Event Planner Society. We're gonna be posting the link in the chat. So please, you know, once, once I bring my, my guest on, we want you to get, ask lots of great questions and this we're gonna be talking about live video. So this is really, really important. But Event Planner Society, if you are looking to start your own event planning business or you are struggling where you're at right now and not sure how to pivot that whole world, word that we've all been talking about, uh, pivot your business, uh, please join us at Event Planner Society. I am going to be doing a free workshop coming up here in the next few weeks. Um, it's a five-day workshop. I'm going to be giving lots of great information on how to get clients and close them and lots of other juicy stuff. So Event Planner Society, join us over there. My next guest, one of my dear friends. I've known her forever. She's absolutely the best person. And we, I call her wifey. This is a long story, but we'll have to get into that. Um, she is, Mika Stewart is a social media trailblazer, online visibility expert, cancer survivor, and national speaker who has helped thousands of women promote their thought leadership and shine online. Mika is the CEO of Stream Bank Media. She's also the founder of Shine 365, which you must get in. It's an amazing group. Um, it's an online community that helps women enhance their social media presence and grow their businesses in a fun, supportive environment. And she is a rock star. And we're gonna talk about how to go live with confidence to grow your audience, increase trust, and boost your business. And I mean that she is really a rock star because she's also a singer performer. <laughs> awesome. Mika, welcome. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm still dancing from the music. In the I, know, I saw you. I could see you like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Most of my most of the guests that I have on, they do that. So it's kind of fun. It's a very good thing you did. And I just have to say, I am so impressed and in love and in awe of how you, I want to say pivot, but I don't even know if pivot is the right word because you were prepared for this because you're always like on the cutting edge, knowing online stuff. And the fact that when people had to suddenly take their events and not do them in a big way in person, you just knew how to bring it online. Yeah, I'm really impressed. Thank you. I didn't, I mean, we have done virtual over the years. You know, we do a, a virtual element of events, obviously, when people live stream their live event. Mm -hmm. uh, but from doing it from A to Z is a whole nother ball game. So mm -hmm. it's a lot different. Um, and technology is a big piece of it. So people don't understand that. But yeah, I mean, you know, look, I just, you have to throw yourself into it. And you, if you're going to succeed, you have to figure out what's the next thing and, and follow the trends and follow what has to happen. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to close. And so many of my colleagues have had to close their businesses and it's super sad. So everybody has, right? I mean, you have, you know, you, you've definitely done some, some major changing over the years. So um, you know how that goes. So before we get into this, because you and I could probably talk forever and ever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody about you, how you got to where you are now, where you started and all that good stuff. Oh my goodness. Um, I, I guess it was about 10 years ago, I realized that I was teaching uh, other entrepreneurs how to grow their businesses using social media. Social media 10 years ago was still very new. Some, I don't think Instagram even existed yet. So it was like, there were just, what is Twitter? What is Facebook? I learned how to do it just by guessing and practicing because there were, there was no, you know, big courses and, and certifications or any of that. So I experimented and some things were really working. So I shared those with other people. And then people kept saying, 
Um, so you're telling me how to do it. I now know how to do it. I wish you would just do it for me. Right. And that I kept hearing it enough where I realized I had to figure out a way to do it for other people without spending 24 hours a day doing it for other people. So I systemized what I was doing, what was working, the things that were working. And I started doing it myself and then brought on other writers and trained them. And so now I have an agency with employees who are trained in our systems and we do social media management for small businesses, entrepreneurs, thought leaders. Um, and, and that's how I got to where I am today. But, but yet a year ago, I wanted to go back to what I was doing before, which is more teaching and encouraging rather than just doing it for people. Right. Um, and that's when I launched the shine membership because it's just, I don't, for me, it's getting back to my roots and hanging out with women entrepreneurs and, and talking and and sharing like, and brainstorming and masterminding and yeah, no, I'm on the group and it's a great group. Lots of great content. Obviously, you know how to do all that. So um, it's, it's great. So yeah, you've been doing this a really long time and you're, you and your husband are so funny and so cute together and he's the best. So you, he yeah. He's and he doesn't mind that I have you as a wife as well. <laughs> this is, this is a long standing joke that we've had for many, many years. And, uh, but I'm happy to, to be your wifey. So there you go. Me too. Thanks. All right. So let's get started. Let's, I got lots of great questions here and I want to get started. Why should we, first of all, the one thing I need to do, I live in New York city and I didn't close my window and we're going to get sirens here galore. So let me close my window real quick. Here I think that's the magic of New York city. It's- I know, I know, but I don't want to like a big siren coming down the road here and, and Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Okay. Why should we add or do more videos in our business? Uh, I think or, or for our business, you for, know? Yeah, it's, it's, some of it is, it's obvious and, and common sense, but you, you know, we all know if we're, if we want to work with anyone, we need to not only know them, but love them and really trust them. Right. And video is just the best way to connect with your audience. It used to be, you know, social media used to be when it first started, it pretty much was all text and then, and some visuals, some graphics we could add that kind of, it became much more visual where if you didn't have a photo or some kind of graphic with your post, it was almost ignored. And a photo of you helps people connect more than no photo because we have to guess what you look like. When someone could look in your eyes there's more of a, certainly more of a connection. Taking it to the next level is video because now we get a sense more of your energy, how you talk, how you interact with people or, or the screen anyway. Right. The next level above video is live video because, you know, I used to say, you know, video is better than photos because people can then see who you really are because you can airbrush a photo and right. look, you know, perfect. But in a video, you're really you. Yeah. But the truth is we can airbrush a video too. You know, you edit out all of your mistakes and the things that you didn't like in there. Right. With live, you can't. And you so- are, that's it. Yeah. Has a great filter. Yeah. StreamYard does not have this. We're on a StreamYard platform. But Zoom has, I know, they need Zoom. to. Yeah, I love, I love. I was just on a Zoom and then I came on here and I thought, oh, <laughs> I know, but you're gorgeous, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank you. But I think the um, the cool thing about going live and making mistakes and and feeling not perfect is that's what people want. Right. It's as uncomfortable and and so we could talk more about how to get more comfortable doing it. But the good news is the more imperfect you are, the more you connect with your ideal target audience. And so you got to do it. Yeah, you got to It's just like having to get up to close the window. I probably would have freaked out. You know, I just started doing this six months ago or eight months ago. Now I don't even remember when soon as COVID hit, I was like, okay, I got to get more in front of the camera. I have to be more comfortable with it. You know, I can't stand being in front of the camera, but I'm a behind the scenes girl. Hmm. But, um, I, I've enjoyed it so much now that I really, I'm getting used to it. It's not just about what I look like, how am I presented, you know, all of that. 
So I would have like freaked out if I had to get up and sweated and I did a whole thing. I know. I, I got to close the window. I'll be right back. So, you know. And it's so, I used to be so impressed when I would watch people who they would say things like, uh, oh, where's the thing? Wait, hold on, hold on. And they'd leave. I know. And they'd come back and I'd be like, wow. Oh. And I stayed. It's not like I didn't stay. They went and they got the thing. And I, but I'm like, I need to get better at that. Cause I would be so freaked out. Like you just said, like, yeah. oh my God, no one's going to stay. If I walk over there and get the thing, like, yeah, we're, we're having a conversation. I also think, I also think that, uh, uh, reality TV has changed a lot of that. Right. So there, you know, it's messy. It's real yeah. messy. And so we're, we're just intrigued to watch that and to, you know, I've watched my reality TV. So, um, not so much anymore. I'm kind of getting away from that, but, uh, yeah, I'm just busy. You know, I've got a business to run and I'm trying and I don't once in a while I'll dabble in, but, um, yeah. All right. So how do we get started doing live stream? Uh, well, it depends, I guess it depends on, on how, what, what, where you are in the process. So if you're just getting started and you, you want to do live stream, all you need is, is your phone and Facebook and just, and when you go to post to create a status update, you choose go live, right? You put in a title, you click, and then you talk to your phone. Right. Um, that is really the simplest form of going live. Um, and then there are certainly ways to upgrade and like what you're doing here is more of a show rather than just a, um, and I've heard it called life stream and versus live stream. Oh, okay. So you're doing a live stream show. A live stream is just you going live from your phone. You could be out walking your dog. You could be right. in your kitchen. Um, and people love a mix of that. So right. even if you are ready to upgrade, still put in those great casual live streams so, so that people get to know you. Right. Um, and then something like what you're using StreamYard is, it, I find that to be such a simple way to take your lives up a notch because it's really user-friendly and you can talk about how you feel. Um, and there's a free version. And so you don't even have to jump in and pay until you're ready to upgrade from there. Um, right. You can just go live from your, your camera on your computer. Yeah, um, that's what I do. So I have a... I have a, a, a ring light in front of me. I mean, I am in front of a window, but because it's the winter, I don't get as much light in my window as I would like. So I do have a ring light in front of me, mm -hmm. the computer, and then I have my desktop because I have a laptop too, but I have my desktop. And I have tried to connect, and you might have to be able to help me, I'm trying to connect my um, my microphone, Jetty microphone, but if for some reason I can't get the connection right. So I don't use it. I think the sound is fine right now. You can hear me fine, I hopefully. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just, yeah, it's just a stream yard. It's literally, I just log in. It's super easy to, to use. And I like the feature of being able to pull up different comments, like, you mm -hmm. know, like saying, say hello and look at the baby off. And you know, you know, you're here. So like you can, you can interact with your audience as well, which mm -hmm. I think is fun. Um, so it's a great way to do it, but yeah, I like StreamYard. Yeah. And then there are, so StreamYard is one of the, um, a cloud-based, uh, software. So you, it's online. So you log in on your browser and yeah. any of your guests will log in on their browser for you to pull them in. Um, there's also then to go to the next level, you get a software that is on your computer and it's usually a much higher quality because you're not using the browser and the cloud based, um, ways to go, you know, they can limit because there are so many people are using it. They will limit the quality, but when you're using something on your computer, you can choose the quality and the size and right. frame per second and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And most of the, the women entrepreneurs that I work with don't even get to that next level right. um, because it, unless you, your business is kind of running around uh, live streams, if that's a huge part of your business, you want to get more professional. But I have found for most businesses, if you're using live streams as a market, as a piece of your marketing pie to mm -hmm. go live, let's say once a week or once in a while in a group, um, something like StreamYard is perfect and very user-friendly. It is. And you also, 
in your, you just did recently, you did a, a video on, or you taught how to do a, a screen around this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can bring mine up, but let's just see. I don't think I can while we're here. Let me just see. I did create one. That's so great. But since you, oh, look at that. See? Look at that. So you taught me how to do that, which was excellent. And I created in Canva. The mm -hmm. only difference is it does cut out my name over on the side, but you can fix it and make the lines thinner, I think, right? Yeah. So you do, you probably have it for for working on on one so you can make a different cover or overlay if you have two people on and you put right. the lines and you just yeah you have to work around with right what, what's up so this is the standard one for live uh for StreamYard, but you can change it up you can you know and canva is really easy to use and you have given some really great tips on how to do that so yeah so that's one way just to take a, an average live stream and make it look more professional and branded is you go into canva and you create something that's branded to you now you can take your name off so it doesn't have to say annette nate nate production you can put that in the, the canva picture yes and so then nothing is cut off so you just play with it yeah. Um, yeah. And then you upload it as an overlay. You can have five, 10 different overlays. You can have one with a, your guest name on it. You can have a promotion. If you're saying, oh, I want you to join this group. You can have an overlay come up with a, with a web uh, address on it. So you really can have it be like a, a TV show. Yeah. I'm having a couple made right now. So we're, uh, we're going to get more fancier over here. Mika. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> we're a fancy establishment here. Yeah, very fancy. Yeah. Very fancy. Okay, so where can you live stream? Uh, you can live stream on any, of the, not any, uh, on most of the social media networks. So if for Facebook has live, right. um, Instagram has live, Twitter is connected with Periscope, so Twitter has live, LinkedIn has live, but not everyone has it available. Right. If, you, if you, it's not available to you, you can apply for it, but it doesn't mean you're going to get it. I applied for it when it first came out and still, yeah. cannot go live i can't either. i i applied as well and that's one of the things like on this Streamyard, you can link all of so i'm on fa my facebook page my facebook profile and my facebook group so mm -hmm. i'm live there right now but i can't and you can go live more areas like my um youtube channel each level you have to pay higher a higher amount so yeah. you know there's a more that you have to pay um, right. If you want to multicast, like you can choose, you can use StreamYard to go live to one place and still have the free version. Right. Exactly. Um, so I wanted to go to different places. So, and then in order for me to hit like a fourth level, a fourth live stream area, then it's going to cost more money. But yes, I also applied six months ago for LinkedIn to get live. And I have tons of videos on my LinkedIn page. I don't know what the process is. So I, I'm happy to know I'm not alone in trying yeah. to be in their live. Yeah, no, I nobody really knows. Some of the, the best live streamers out there still are not able to go live on LinkedIn and other people who really don't, wouldn't even use it have gotten permission. So we don't really know what they're thinking. I think it's random is right. what I think. I think so, um, I think so too. And so Instagram, I have not done Instagram live I like Instagram TV or Instagram live what's the difference with that so yeah IGTV is for recorded videos although when you go live you can then save it to one of an IGTV it's called so that's and so, there's so many parts Instagram has over the years taken what they've seen as the best of other platforms and added those as features with Instagram so they've taken um you know, they, they were seeing what was going on in Pinterest that was working and they added that a few years ago. Right. Um, they added IGTV because it almost feels like a YouTube, like a part of your account. Now you can have long videos because in your posts, your videos can only be up to a minute. Right. And in stories, they can only be 15 second clips. Right. IGTV allows you to have a long form video saved. Um, and when you go live, it goes live as if it's a story, you know, it shows up like as if it's a story and your, your followers may get notification that you are live and they can watch. And when you're done, um, I believe now it asks you, do you want to save this to IGTV? So it saves it as a post for you. Right. 
after you're done doing your live. Yeah. Um, they used to disappear. So you'd go live and then you were done. Yeah. Nope, if I wasn't there live, I missed it. Yeah. But now you can save it. I know I need to get better about doing that. I'm, you know, there's only so many things we can do, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And they have reels now, which is, I, I, yeah. So what's the difference in that? Is that, that's more like a, um, a Snapchat thing, right? Not, yeah. I mean, that's, reels is their copy of, of it's TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Um, and it started as just up to 15 seconds, which bothered me because I had some great TikToks, which were 30, 40, 50 seconds, and I wanted to use them, but I had to cut them down. Yeah. Um, and now most people have up to 30 seconds. I think they're probably going to go up to a minute for everybody soon. Um, but it is like, again, a shorter form of, of a fun video. And they have all these ways for you to edit like within the app so you can create the video right in the instagram reels app or in in your instagram app and add text to pop up and stickers popping up and make it just really dynamic and right. fun um and they are prioritizing reels so most people are seeing their reels if you're doing a reel um getting up to a hundred times or more times as many views Instagram wants to show off reels. Yeah. So, so do jump into reels if you can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, well, that's the thing too, with Facebook is, um, when you do video, your algorithm is you're, you're going to be ranked higher in your algorithms. If you're doing video, they prefer you to do video over, you know, just writing or copies or uh, things like that. So, I mean, that's a tip, right? Absolutely. So yeah, so video is the most desired in the algorithm. Um, it also depends, you know, certain videos will get more views than others. And it often depends on what your last video got. Um, so you do want to encourage engagement and watching of your videos, because then Facebook will, will give you more, you know, pluses for your next video that you're going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, but videos are desired. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, so what topics should we live stream? That's such a good question. And it, it really depends, obviously, on your brand and your expertise. If you're using video for business, you want to give value and you want to motivate and inspire and you want to entertain. So if you can do all of those things in one video, that's that's like the best of the best. Right. Uh, but those are really like the three things people are looking for, like motivation slash inspiration, right. um, value or education, and entertainment. Right. I love the term edu edutain, and I don't know where I heard it. I, I'm pretty sure I did not make it up. I heard it somewhere. <laughs> you want to edutain if possible because you're educating and people want value, but it has to be in an entertaining way. Or, or we're bored. So, um, so the topics are, you know, three ways to throw a virtual event this weekend, or, you know, so three ways to, or how to, um, biggest mistakes that people are making your, that your client, you're seeing your clients make and how to fix them. Um, uh, comparing like tutorials on different apps or tools that your clients should be using, which one is better than another. So all of the things that you would typically write a blog article about, perhaps, yeah. do yeah. it as a live stream. Yeah, like if you're going to talk about how to set a table, set the table. Do it. Oh, yeah. So great. So they can see that. Um, I mean, it costs, it's more time to do that, but, you know, it's, it's visuals. Everybody loves visuals, and we're all, we're all into that right now. So Absolutely. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the top. I mean, we I do so much. You know, I'm I'm marketing my business. I'm marketing the Facebook group. Um, we're talking about safety right now, and as far as like how to do an event, I just posted something on my Instagram about uh, event safety in 2021. Um, it's a really good post, and it outlines you know some of the things that you need to be really careful of when you're doing a live event because we're going to start doing live events at some point here and. I don't know at what point we're going to be able to, I'm sure it's probably going to be another year or so before we can really just have live events without masks and, and all of that. So even with the vaccination, um, but I think 
you know, we have to be careful with that. So it's, there's a lot of things. So, yeah. So that's a great topic, certainly for you to go live to teach uh, three things. Is it, what did you say? Like how to be safe when yeah, you're at safety? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so it can be just you talking to the camera, but because you have StreamYard, you could also have things pop up like number one, and you yeah. could have that scroll across the bottom or you can share your screen and show something. And those are ways just to upgrade and, and, and have it be a little more exciting to watch. Yeah, that's a very good tip. And I think I'm gonna take you up on that. <laughs> Do a video on that. Okay, so how do you get prepared for live streaming? Um, the, the one thing that you want to do is be prepared, but you don't want to be scripted. Right. Um, you don't need to memorize anything and you don't need to write out your script. You are much better off, um, having bullet points. So how I like to prepare is have my, my topic, my title, my bullet points of the things that I'm going to talk about, but not all the words, just, I'm going to talk about make sure that you your mask matches your pants and make sure like all the tips perhaps um but i don't need to write out the words because this is my expertise if this is what i'm talking about i know what i'm going to say right. this is like chatting with a friend or a fr or a client saying what should i do and you just come out with it you don't need to look up the words you, right. you're ready because you've prepared for years knowing your craft so you have your title, your your and your bullet points. The one the one thing that I do suggest preparing ahead of time is your closing, because that's where we all tend to um, not know what to say and kind of get caught. Uh, hook, see, like me, like I'm going okay. Uh, 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 yeah. So thank you. Um, uh, see you next week. Have your ending prepared. And you'll feel really comfortable at the end saying your ending, what you're, and it doesn't have to be scripted, but you're, you know, every time you're going to end in this certain way, right. it makes it so much easier. So you, and, and your intro too, like you had a great intro for this. You, you felt very comfortable saying who you were and what our topic was about. Be prepared with the intro, be prepared with your outro and your, and your bullet points. And that's, yeah. that's what you prepare with. You have a call to action. So you're, you know, make sure that you say, like I talked about the, um, my event planning Facebook group. I want to get people in that group because I want to help people. I want to teach people. I want them to get in there. And I just started it, you know, I don't know, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. So um, it's important to talk about how do they find you? You know, um, what, if you're promoting something, talk about that. If you have a book, talk about that, that sort of thing. So make sure that you are plugging yourself. Because, I mean, obviously they want, you need, you need to tell them what to do. Basically. Yes. And you don't have to have that be in the outro, in your, in your conclusion. It can be as part of, that could be in your bullet points. So right. I'm going to share some tip. And part of that tip is you're going to give more information in your group. Or one of your tips is that they need to join a group because they need to network or whatever it is. You put that in your bullet points so you do remember to talk about, give them direction. Right. Um, but you don't have to save it for the end. You could have lots of calls to actions and suggestions throughout your talk. Exactly, exactly. When I prepare for this, so if someone's interested in doing something like this, if there's a lot that goes into it, I have a team of people who help me do this. And, um, but um, we have scripted emails that go out to our guests and things that we need from them. And then they give it back to us and we make pictures and then we set it up in the, you know, we market it throughout um, the system just about a week before, but I have a script. So I have, I create myself a little bit of a script mm -hmm. that I know, and it's really just a short, now I kind of have it memorized because I've been doing it for so long. Um, and it's just kind of there. And then a little bit about the person I'm interviewing. And then I have my questions of what I want to ask. And, you know, we've discussed that kind of ahead of time, or I bring in my own. I usually, I know, you know, we, we kind of, it's just a conversation back and forth. So, yeah. um, and then again, at the end, you know, you just kind of like, you know, you just make sure that that's a really good tip. And I, when I first started this, I tried to script. And when I was doing videos first on my own, it was a nightmare. I just didn't, it wasn't me. It wasn't authentic. I couldn't, remember. I had to redo it. I forgot to record the first time I did it. <laughs> it was really bad. It was horrible. And I was like, this is not fun. No wonder I hate doing video. But if you're yeah. watching, 
natural. And, you know, I know people worry about how they look and do they have makeup on and is their hair done? I mean, I do prepare a little more for this because it is like a show, but, um, you know, you just kind of have to just be more natural. I think people love the authenticity of people, you know, just be authentic. And yeah. And the mindset is, is really the, I think 99% of, of doing live streams. Um, and, and what I have learned, and I wish it wasn't true, but if you, in order to feel more ready to go live, you have to go live. So right. you have to go live, not feeling ready in order to start feeling more ready. It's the only way because you, this is what typically we will all do, me included. I want to launch a live stream show. So I'm going to take a course. <laughs> so I take the course and, and then I'm like, okay, so I'm, I have the course, but, oh, but I don't have the right lighting. Let me buy the lighting. Let me get the camera. Let me get a better microphone. Let me get it. Let's get a backdrop. Does it look good? Should, let me take another course because I, so we're always getting more ready. And I did that for, for years actually. And now I'm just going live and I'm so not ready. I don't mean not prepared. I don't mean go and be unprepared, be prepared with your topic and what you want to say and give value, but you don't feel ready. You don't feel hundred percent confident and sure of yourself. You won't get more of that until you go live, not feeling ready. Right. Yeah. You have to do it. That's the same with doing this. I had to just step out there and do it. And now, you know, once you get the rhythm of doing something, it's like second nature and you get better and better and it grows and it's easier and it's just like anything. So, I mean, it's, it's really kind of ironic, but, um, but I still haven't gone live on my own, to be honest, to be, hmm. that's definitely scarier. Uh -huh. That's a different thing, which is what I thought this is much easier for me. I can chat with friends and mm -hmm. colleagues and, business colleagues and business owners and things like that. So this is a lot easier, but going live is a lot different, but I have to start doing that. So okay, good. easy to teach it. It's one thing to do it yourself. <laughs> so, all right. So we, you touched on a little bit of equipment. Let's talk about equipment. Do you need special equipment? You know, what kind of equipment do we need to do this? In order to go live, you need some kind of camera connected to your social media. In other words, your phone is your phone. all you need to go live. Yeah. If you want to upgrade, then you can add to that. But again, don't think I will go live when I have all the equipment because you will already have the equipment. Yeah. So you can go live today. If you want to then create more of a, a professional looking show like Annette has here, you <laughs> may want to get uh, an app like StreamYard a tool to help you go live. And, and with that, you go live through your computer. Right. Um, I, one of the first things I got was a, um, an external webcam. So rather than the webcam on my camera, I'm going live on a Logitech. What does it say on here? HD 1080. It's just, it's a little more wide screen. It's a little better, better quality. It has a mic in it. So it's like a camera slash microphone. My computer's over here, but my cap, my external webcam, um, I can move anywhere. And it's just a little better quality. Right. Um, lighting. What kind of lighting do you have? If what I have two, um, they're called softbox lights, and I believe they cost $70 for the pair of them on Amazon. And um, they're angled like this towards like a like 45 degree angles, one towards me, and then that that casts shadows, and then the other one counteracts the shadow by coming this way. And then I just have a ceiling light that's kind of like above my my head um those are the three lights that are recommended for video the the three angles right um, like 45 degrees and one above your head which is called a hair light which i used to laugh hysterically over this past year as i lost my hair yeah. um but i did have to wear hats most of the time because i had a very shiny scalp um, <laughs> and when i would talk about what lighting you need i would say you know i need a hair light but it's really a hat light for me <laughs> um yeah. but that helps you have some depth um, for, it gives you space between you and the background, like it separates you from the background. So right. if you have nothing else but a light that's kind of above your head or and a little behind you, and you're in front of a window, that's beautiful lighting. So that's really all you need. Um, right. a, a window in front of you. Never do it with a window behind you. 
yeah. because that that lighting coming from behind you is it, it it casts you in shadow. You can't see it's out of focus. So don't ever do that. Right. But so lighting in front of you, either at a window or two lights coming towards you, a light above your head makes it perfect. And if you do a light directly above your head, though, you're going to get like a shadow on your face and you're going to get like dark circles on your eyes, which are not fun. So, right. So you need to kind of move yeah. around and see like, yeah, if I'm directly under it or yeah. So you play with it a little, um, right. but a little, a, a little bit behind you, like where your hair is rather than over your face right, is perfect. So I have a light behind me here. I don't have it on because it's too bright when I turn it on and it distracts from, you're going to see this big light behind my head. So you don't want to do that either. So I have a light over here that's on in the hallway just to cut because it would be too dark. And then I have a light over here that I just turned on. I obviously could use some a better lighting myself, but I have a big picture window in front of me. So yeah. that helps. And um, and then there's this new, which I'm about to learn, and I'll probably talk about it another time. But um, Mari Smith, I don't know if you know who she is. She's a big Facebook uh, guru. And she has this beautiful like setup and I'm, I just signed up for her course, <laughs> believe it or not, but it's just like a, it's like a really short thing on how to set up your live thing. So I want to get some tips on how she does it. And her background is um, like foggy, like faded, like you can't, mm -hmm. you can't really. So, and she's like crystal clear and she looks beautiful. Like you have a nice crystal clear look. I have a little more softer look, but I think I could use a little more light. So um, but, yeah, and the, the the faded background, which I love the look of, you can't do that with your your cam, like your webcam. It doesn't really allow that. So you need something like a, a camera. Right. And that's one thing I I just decided I'm not doing right now. You know, you to get a camera, which minimum like five or six hundred dollars. And if you're going to do professional live streaming, it's certainly worth getting. Yeah. Um, but I have just decided for now that my webcam is good enough. I do love the idea of fading out the background. Um, yeah. We just don't have that focus in webcams. Yeah, and it really pops and really just makes it look really clear and it's really a, a great look. So she yeah. looks amazing and you know, her makeup's done and anyway, yeah. she looks amazing with it, but it just, it really does make a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so, and then the microphone, I don't understand, like, so I have a Jetty microphone, but for some mm -hmm. reason, I can't connect it, so I'm going to have to figure out how to do that, but every time I do, I, it worked once, and then all of a sudden, it didn't work again, so I know there's some settings I have to do, but they're not expensive, and they're really good to have. I think I paid, I don't know, a hundred bucks, if, if that. Yeah, and a lot of people say that audio is even more important than the visual, that people will forgive a, a slightly out of focus image, but they'll never forgive bad quality audio. So if it sounds bad, people are not going to watch. No, that's true. I had a little bit of a nightmare. Uh, and the important thing is, is if you are doing an interview, make sure that it's being done on your computer and not on a cell phone. Um, I once had it happen where the cell phone died, but mm. the and the audio was very, very bad. There was an echo. So every time I talked, there was an echo and it was really disturbing. We had to keep going, but, and it was such a great topic, but it took away from it because, and then in the middle of it, the cell phone died. So <laughs> we learned now that we ask everybody to please be on their computer and, uh, you know, make sure that they're in a place where it's quiet and, and you get good quality because it is distracting and we want to make sure everybody gets great content out of this you know? Yeah. And then Wi-Fi is part of it too. So if yeah. you have bad internet connection, so I plug my computer in before I go live to yeah. the internet. So it's not wireless, it's directly. So I, I get the best internet connection that I can. Yeah. Um, Cause that will definitely affect your upload to, to wherever you're live streaming. Right, 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 right. Okay. And so how do you interact with your audience? In the beginning, the challenge is that when you go live, unless, you know, when I go live on my Facebook profile, all my friends come on. And so they're very friendly. But if I'm going live to a Facebook business page, the first few times I would go live, it's pretty empty. Yeah. So there's not a lot to engage with and you need to be prepared for that. And that's okay. Um, when people start engaging and, and commenting and, and asking questions, you get better at it the more you do it, but um, 
I personally love to have a time for comments and questions rather than every time one pops up, you're like, oh, oh, wait, Marty just asked this. And, and, and you're in the middle of telling a story, but, but Marty just asked a question. So you stop and you, and you talk. Other people who are watching may be annoyed. It seems a little scattered. And people who are watching the replay, which most people will be watching your replay, not their live. More people will see it afterwards. Right. Um, and that's not, you know, I, I came on to listen to what you have to tell me, but you keep stopping to engage with other people. And that's not as, as structured and, and comfortable to watch. So you may say, I'm going to give you three tips. I'm going to give one tip. And now I'm going to stop to see if there are any questions. Oh, what are the keys to keeping your audience attentive and engaged when you're live? Marty asks. What a great question. Should it be conversational? That's perfect because that's what we're talking about now. Yeah. And yes, I believe, I think that nowadays we want conversations. We want connection. We don't want a a lecture or a broadcast. I right. came on live because I want to talk to you. Right. So do not ignore your audience, but it is certainly okay to say, I'm going to talk a little and then I'm going to break for questions. So if you have a question, don't worry, I will see it and I will get back to you. I'm, and then you give your tip and then you say, great, let's see if there are any questions. No? Okay, great. Number two. Right. Uh, or Marty, what a, what a great question, Marty. And talk to Marty. So hi, Marty. don't just say, oh, there's someone asking a question. Marty came to talk to us. He would be very insulted um, <laughs> if we didn't. And that, I, I just realized I said he. he, he, I think that's a man, right? Marty? <laughs> that's a man. Hi, Marty. So he would be insulted if we didn't talk to him. Now, isn't that annoying when you type in someone's live and they don't engage with you? So absolutely chat with your audience. Right, right. Also, too. So when you first get on and you're live, and I know people do, so go, okay, let's no, let's wait for a few more people to join us. Don't do that. No. Because you, they're going to join. Just keep talking. If you keep waiting and then you're like, okay. Oh, my gosh. Wait for some more. <laughs> that would be fine if it was only live. So you're going to waste what you have to say if no one is watching it. But right. after you're done going live, Right. It becomes a video. Right. And like we just said, most people are going to see it afterwards. You've watched some of these videos where they say, no one's here yet. Okay, I'll wait, like you just did. And if that goes on for more than three seconds, no one, I mean, even one second. You know, <laughs> yeah, no one's watching. You have to start. Hi, I'm Annette, and I'm going to tell you about this awesome thing. If you're coming on in, say hello and right. then go into it. Right. And you can say hello to people. Like I like yeah. to talk to people. And um, if I was by myself, I definitely would because I want conversations obviously with other people. And um, people love to hear their name. So, you know, when you call them out, like I love, you know, I love when people say my name. Oh, and that's on. I love her. I love that. That's like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. That's always a nice thing. Um, okay, good. So yeah, I mean, just, you know, also too is I'm, you know, sometimes I'm really bad because I'm involved and I'm talking with the, with the, the interviewee and I'm just having a really good time. I forget to say, you know, put your questions in the chat. I think most people know by now that if they have a question, put it in the chat, but you still have to tell them, put your questions in the chat. I do have a team on that's monitoring the chat. So they help and they try to engage as well which is important to have if you're doing something like this, have someone in the chat that's on your team that can monitor the chat um, because you can't do that and do everything. Like I can see with this, I can just click a button and bring somebody, you know, bring a, a, a comment up on the screen, but I can't, it's like for me to type and stuff, it, it gets confusing and then I forget what the person I'm talking to said mm -hmm. and I want to interject. So yeah, that's always good. Okay, so um, how do you grow your audience? That's one of the best ways is to be consistent. Yeah. If you're going to do, uh, if you want people to come to your live stream, you want to do a regular live stream. So every Wednesday at two o'clock Eastern, I go live with this, with a new topic on whatever your expertise is. Right. Um, if you are consistent, people start to know to come at that time. Um, if you are consistent, even if it is not as regular time each week, if you go live more often, 
Mm -hmm. People are, are going to expect and start watching. And then if you're giving good, valuable, entertaining information, more people will want to come. So consistency and really good quality, like you're, like we said, good value, good education, good entertainment, inspiration, motivation, um, that will have people wanting to come. Um, if you have a, a newsletter list, invite people before you go live, say, I'm going live in, in an hour, come watch. Anytime I've done that, many more people will show up because you're, you're, you, you have your, your list, your community for a reason, right. tell them ahead of time that they're going to learn something if they come. Right. Um, and, and then also say, if you can't come live, you can always watch the replay and ask your questions. I'll come back to answer. Um, because not everyone can come live and you don't want them to feel bad and never watch it. Um, and that's the great thing that after it's live, it's now a video. So you have more content on your platform. Yeah, it's, that's really great. Okay, so what are some recommendations, uh, live stream services apps? We sort of talked about that. Um, is there something that we've missed on that or something that's come to mind? I know. Uh, well, StreamYard, I do happen to love. Um, there's another one called Be Live, um, which I, ha I have all of them, not all of them. I have a bunch of them because I like to experiment with them and then share what I like best. I prefer StreamYard to Be Live, but Be Live is also a good one to check out if you know, sometimes there are certain things that you just, that appeal to you more. Um, those are the ones that I've used that are online cloud-based services. Ecamm is the one I use. That's the next level where it's, it allows, there's a lot more functionality for layering and, and automations and, and moving from one camera to, you know, having different angle cameras and, and intro videos and overlays and being able to see through having all different timers. Um, so there's, there's more to it. Um, and it's, it's an app that you put on your computer. Actually, Ecamm is just for Mac users right now. Okay. Um, but for PC users, uh, what I've heard is vMix is the PC, not, not that it's the same as, as Ecamm, but it's what PC users use as an app on their computer, vMix. Right. And Ecamm, I find to be the best for Mac. Okay. Um, and then there's yeah. Zoom. Zoom. Zoom, yes. And I haven't used Zoom to go straight live, but I hear a lot of people who do. Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? Why not, right? <laughs> a lot of people are using Zoom. I use Zoom way before Zoom was ever even heard of. I do all of my um, uh, meetings for my clients on Zoom. So we get the wow. whole thing on and we do a big meeting. So I've been doing it forever. So... I, it, my transition to go online was never, I mean, I also own a business and work from home. So right. uh, it's, that was an easy transition. So I know, I know a lot of people have struggled with that. Okay. So we have a question that came in from Sue and Sue asked, should you stream from your professional, your personal profile or your business page? Great question. It's such a common question. Uh, you should, if it's for your business, you should stream from your business page for several reasons. Number one, uh, Facebook, really the guidelines are you're not supposed to promote your business on your personal profile. Mm -hmm. We obviously know people do, and there are ways to get around it where you're not actually being salesy and you're still allowed to do it. The truth is you're supposed to promote your business on your business page. So yeah. that's number one. The other thing is you can take any of your videos, your live streams afterwards and boost them or use them in ads or retarget people who have watched your video, because if they have, you know that they're interested in what you have to say. So you can promote to them in right. the future. You can't do any of that on your profile. The great thing about your profile is you're going to have more visibility because profiles are more visible um, be, because I mean on your business page Facebook wants you to pay them to show your posts right but your the people who are your potential clients should be following your business page and if you are consistent if you consistently go up people will start getting used to knowing they have to go follow your page and watch on your business page right right yeah I like I said I I go on my business page, my personal profile, and my Facebook group now. So 
Mm-hmm. Um, I am hitting all of them. And I've always been one to, you know, I started marketing on social media before people. And I remember back in the day when so, and I marketing, I really know if I was marketing, I just was like talking about my business, showing pictures, showing events that I was doing. So I was, guess I was doing marketing. I'm much more strategic about it now. But mm-hmm. back in the day when it, when everybody was like, you can't, you can't run your business on social media. You can't. I was like, all right, well. And so now it's like a big thing, but of course they make it a little harder. It was back in the days when you could just talk about anything, post anything, and it was a lot different now. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, I have had so much fun. This has been so great. I want to um, tell everybody how to find you. Where can they find you if they want, especially for the Shine 365 group? Let's talk about that. That is um, my my favorite thing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> Thank you. It's um, shine-365.com. Um, and it is, yeah, I mean, that's where I have all the information about the group. And our done-for-you services are through my agency, streambankmedia.com. But if you're a female entrepreneur, check out Shine 365. Yeah, yeah. It's a great group. Lots of interaction over there. And she gives some amazing tips and really quick, easy things to implement. So, I mean, what's like the last thing you want to leave with everyone? Like I, I have something, but I'm, I want to hear what is something that you just to, you know, get people encouraged to go live and do this. I think it, what I always like to share is the, the mindset part, because it is like we were talking about. It is 99%, if not more, of, yeah. of how we start going live is, is when we get that mindset done. So all that other stuff that you spend time on, learning how to do it, asking questions, getting the right equipment, it's all fine, but you should start now because whatever, whatever you have or don't have, you have enough to get started now. Right. And right. what really helped me is, is learning that the people who are on live and looking amazing all the time um, are also not 100% confident and feeling perfect. And no matter how many times I've gone live, I never feel 100% comfortable and not nervous ever. And knowing that when I heard that about people, it actually helped me because I thought, oh, okay, I'm not supposed to. Like I was waiting to not feel nervous. Well, right. you never not feel nervous. You're supposed to go on feeling nervous. And, um, a- and then you will feel more and more comfortable, but we're always going to be nervous because we're going to always up the game. So yeah. just keep upping your game and getting out of your comfort zone. And that's what growth and success is all about. So, and you can do it and you are ready right now. So go do it. And be consistent because mm-hmm. you can't, you know, if you think nobody sees you and they do, they will see you. I, sometimes I do videos and I think, you know, nobody saw it. And then the next thing I get is, you know, Annette, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. I love your show. So I'm like, okay, I got to keep doing it because that person likes it. And I want to, you never know. So you don't know how many people are out there seeing it. And you're always going to be helping somebody. So just be consistent. I say that all the time. So where, what social, what are your social media platforms so people can find you? I'm uh, almost everywhere as Mika Stewart Shine. Okay. On Facebook, on Instagram, on, on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> Okay, good, 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 great. Thank you so much. This has been so great. I just adore you, and I so appreciate you doing this for everybody. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. I and you gave me some more practice now, so now I'm feeling even more comfortable. So thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. Take care. Bye bye.